0: Welcome to Unethical Podcasts.
1: Right, my Australian friends here today. I'm gonna to tell you a story about how cold it gets up here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. <laughs> oh, <God>. Get out.
2: <laughs> I have the guest telling me to leave now. This is awesome.
0: Call someone else because I can't put up with that sort of behavior from Richard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the clock struck 12 marking December 20th, 1980, when 19-year-old Jean Hilliard was leaving the American Legion Bar in Foston, Minnesota. She was headed to her home in Langby, Minnesota, which is an approximate 10 minutes drive away. She decided it best to take a shortcut on gravel roads due to temperatures being around negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit, and that is negative 30 degrees Celsius for everyone except us American dickheads.
2: Oh, thank you for explaining because I was going to uh, ask. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, can oh, I just Google this?
3: <laughs> I can't even imagine how cold that is. That's fucked.
1: <laughs> and that's not including wind chill.
3: Jesus.
0: Yeah.
1: Was she driving home? She was driving home from the bar at midnight. And so the roads were sheer ice that night from the day's gentle thaw. As Jean tried to make the turn in her father's car, lacking anti-lock brakes, she spun out of control and landed in a nearby ditch, which resulted in a stalled engine and left Jean stranded.
2: Yeah, it happens a lot up here. Yeah, it does. Want to hear a story? Want to hear a story about me hitting the ditch? Yes. One time I was on when I was on tour uh, doing stand up, we were driving up north and these Toronto guys, I was with them Toronto guys who really didn't know uh, how it got as bad up here. But the one guy who was driving, he was from Toronto, had like summer tires on a uh, little car and it was slippery and he's driving. And I'm like, dude, we're going to, I was scared. It was a fucking bad snowstorm. And he, mm-hmm. as he was going to hit the day, I saw it coming. Right. And all I out of my terror, but I knew uh, what it was going to happen. Like I've done this before. It's not what I just, I just went the ditch and then we hit the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> one time
1: i tried to drift on purpose and i oh. hit the bitch <laughs> hard i lost my suspension belt and i was like you know what i can drive without it and they're like no you can't and i was like watch <laughs> me <laughs> i drove it home go you know, i have every bump and your car's just like <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of uh noises that weren't there before sparks <laughs> you got home that's all that matters well it doesn't take me long to get to an icy road but i tell you what especially one much like this oh nice segue she was stranded in the middle of nowhere with nothing but the moonlight to keep her company and no way to help call for help
3: oh yeah because it's 1980 it's not like she's got her phone with her oh yeah i was like who doesn't have a phone okay yep cool with it i was born in 1980 i was like six months old i was like six months old when this happened
1: okay so yeah you can drink you you could drink at 18 years old in 1980 in minnesota you can
0: still do that now.
1: <laughs> it's well, like... legally. She was at a bar. <laughs> um, so Jean lived on these dusty roads all her life. She was very aware of her surroundings. And she knew the land like the back of her hand. So she knew she was really close to another friend's house at the time of the crash. Okay. So she decided to abandon the vehicle oh, no. and try to make it on foot be approximate two miles. Which is like three kilograms. Wow. No, it's not. I have no idea. Um, That's like three kilometers.
2: There you go. For everyone
1: except us American dickheads. (laughs) And now I'm just going to keep it the imperial system because there's too many of that shit. There you go. She walked through the blistering cold and snow all alone in the middle of the night and extremely underdressed in a jacket, jeans, and cowboy boots.
0: Yee-haw. In minus 30 degrees.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh good. And she abandons the vehicle.
0: I bet she got a I bet she got stipples.
3: You reckon? She could have cut glass with those things, man. Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought it was an Australian word for frostbite. Stipples, man. Stipples. We call frostbite coldy toesies.
2: Cold hurt. Cold pain. Cold burn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hurdy coldy. <laughs>
1: but Minnesota women, we're made of ice in our bloods and fire in our souls. She had no doubt she would make it.
2: Three kilometers is a fucking long walk in the cold like that. <laughs> I don't care how good kind of that's fucking bad. <laughs> that's a long walk. And it was super windy. Oh, God. It's so oh bad. Oh,
1: God. So Jean had walked for quite some time. Her legs and hands were completely numb. She became increasingly irritated and had a sense she may be lost or losing track of time as she felt she should have arrived at Wally's house by now. She wasn't going to give up. She marched on and eventually spotted the chimney smoke coming from a patch of trees near a familiar
2: farm. Well, she got that far, eh? Wow. shit, I'm surprised. And uh, this is kind of like signs of uh, hypothermia, right? Like starting to get confused, starting to get... Uh...
3: Irritated. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Christy's
0: constantly got hypothermia then.
2: For the listener, they just gave each other a loving middle finger to each other.
0: Excuse me, Richard. That is really um, dirty talk when it comes
3: to being lesbian.
2: Let me clarify. They didn't finger bang each other with their middle fingers. Flipped them the bird. We
3: are in separate rooms of the house.
1: (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Chimney smoke. By this point, she was peering through the rim of frost that was once her eyelashes. Oh! She was finally able to see her friend's house lights so she walked a little faster and a little faster until she collapsed 15 feet from his front door frozen solid
2: oh, wow. isn't that like <laughs> isn't 15 feet like 17 centimeters in canada or or not centimeters sorry uh
3: It's fifteen foot long sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So not very long, not very far.
2: That's sad. And she was frozen.
0: Imagine waking up to that on your front door.
2: Yeah, fifteen feet away for sure. That's terrifying. You wake up and Bo's just there, like.
1: (laughs) 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 It's only four meters. So fuck all. Yep, like steps away from his front front door. Holy crap!
2: Scary. I I've been cold before. I don't think I've been, well, obviously I haven't been that cold. Uh, but like, fuck man, walking three kilometers in minus 30 with wind chill probably minus 40. Oh, you must in cowboy boots too. Like that's the worst part for me is my feet. No mittens or hat. Oh, no scarf. Nothing. Yeah. No Canada goose coat. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going
0: to try and to use, which is blow your water or anything, but would she have made it if she had like
2: a jumper or something like that? Oh, for sure. If she had enough, if, you had, if she had the right gear, you could walk through that. It wouldn't be fun, but you could get through it for sure. You have the right boots, the right ski pants maybe, or uh, you could probably, you could walk in minus 30. It's not good. It's not fun.
1: No, it's not fun. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. No matter what. You had one of those big fluffy jackets from
3: Anaconda by cat <laughs> <Kat>, mandu <laughs> yeah, jacket
0: Fuck, no one can afford a cat jumper i don't have six hundred dollars for an undergarment
3: <laughs> i have no idea why these these stores exist in Perth. fucking selling thermal underwear and fucking 50 50 whatever the level is fucking i don't even know what i'm talking about because they're just you know they they sell these jackets that are just like freezer jackets And I'm just like, why do you even bother opening down here? Like the coldest it gets is one. And I'm pretty sure I'll be okay with just my woolly socks and a fucking normal jumper on, man. I'm good.
2: Well, you guys all know that person who's just cold all the time. You're like, shut up. Here's some fucking thermal underwear. Stop turning up my heat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch
1: the thermostat. Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm total dad mode like that.
1: Australian house,
3: we don't have, se- and because it doesn't even get that cold here, we don't have central heating in
2: Australian That's houses. That's hilarious.
3: <laughs> Is that like the aircon? Yeah. Some houses do have reverse cycle air conditioning where it's heater and cold, but no,
1: barely anyone uses it.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. It's different.
1: When I lived in a trailer house, you guys, I used to have to tape this piece of metal, like it's called heat tape. And I had to tape it to my water heater. Or my water pipes. So they didn't freeze and bust open. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have heat trace. It's called for me. It's like a, a little uh, piece of uh, metal that goes around the place. Yep. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. And you just tape you it just on. Plug it in and you plug yep. it in and it like keeps it warm. Yeah.
1: So you have to remember to shut it off in the summer. It's like being a farmer. It's tough. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's go forward six hours later. Oh. At sunrise. Wally awoke with no knowledge of the events that took place outside of his safe warm walls the night before. He blissfully arose starting his morning routine and bundled up to go warm up the lady's car that he had brought home from the bar. Oh, (laughs) good job Wally.
2: Wally's got some game.
1: Wally's got some game. He's got some cake tonight.
2: The regret of Tally saying that was worth you saying that. That was
1: hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) The cake. I didn't know there was cake involved. No whipped cream and sprinkles. Jeez, how mundane of you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't put whipped cream on my cake. She's not supposed to have dairy. She's lactose intolerant.
1: <laughs> stay away from that. Then. that that's,
3: not, that's not why I'm not putting c-
0: cream on my cake. That's weird. Anyway, continue.
1: Cream on my cake.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when Wally opened his front door to his horror, he saw Jean lying on her back, covered in pure frost, arm outstretched slightly as if she were reaching for the stars oh maybe she thought someone jesus would eventually come to take that hand
2: oh Oh, my god she's probably reaching towards the door and just was like uh you know i I was hoping it was more like in a running pose like
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, i think what happened is she started crawling and then somehow just ended up on her back. Don't,
2: when you're hypothermic, do you, and this may be a question for Christy, do you like want to go to sleep? Cause I thought that was part of it too. You just like, I'm going to bed right now. And you start taking layers yeah, of eventually, clothes off.
1: Because
3: everything just starts shutting down. Like your peripherals, like everything goes numb and your body is trying to keep your blood flowing to your heart and your brain. Um, so everything, it like, it all starts to shut down slowly. So once your, um, your blood basically your every your heart and your brain slow down to the point where you basically pass out so huh. that's what she wouldn't have been in any, in any pain so
1: wally's immediate thought was she was dead yet his bush was so huge he wasted zero time in his hungover stupor to attempt to save her life On your for Wally. him He was partying at the same local hotspot as Jean the night before, after all, and he couldn't just, he just couldn't believe the sight. Of course. He was in utter shock. What a shock. (laughs) But. It's crazy. He had his truck keys in his pocket, so he grabbed Jean by the jacket collar and dragged
2: her to his vehicle. Why did not you just grab the hand? It's out. It's ready to be pulled. (laughs) I'd be worried it would snap off. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, imagine how pissed you'd be if she came back to life and you'd snapped all her hair off, dragging it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now she just had these little sprouts.
2: So where, where's the – maybe you're going to get to this, but where's the, the the hookup? She's not helping? She helps.
3: Yeah. Grab a leg. She runs out in his t- T-shirt from the night before, you know, holding it down over her ass. <laughs> Grabs I a really leg.
2: Like this. <laughs> Can I have this shirt? I really like it. It fits me good. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, emergency situation? Dipples <laughs> and all? Let's do
3: this. There's no, no time for pants, bitch. Get out here. <laughs> I'll just put on my boots.
1: <laughs> okay. So when he tried to hook his arms under hers to lift her up, he realized that she was completely stiff, like a piece of meat from your deep freezer right now.
2: I'm not even surprised. It's fucking sad, but it's cold, man. Minus 30 like that is cold.
1: She was so frozen that he was unable to bend her body to a sitting position, let alone enough just to fit her in the cab of his pickup. (laughs) As a result, Wally had to borrow his his, um, lady guest's car. Uh, and put the front seat down to place jean's entire body diagonally across the cab of her car with jean's head in the passenger seat and her feet <laughs> towards the driver's side door
2: why did not you just put her in the bed of his pickup why don't you just put her in the bed of the pickup she's already frozen just throw a top over her. it
3: should be fun yeah.
2: <laughs> instead we're putting her in like weekend at bernie's like
0: <laughs> it's like a pair of legs and you try to drive
2: like come on, Jay, make your shit. <laughs> yeah, get it, get it out of my view. I can't drive like this. Get the frozen lady out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you can keep the t-shirt if you help. Keep her foot out of my goddamn face.
1: <laughs> Hold her steady. Hold her steady. She's frozen.
0: If he can't get a foot out, put her, put the top part of her torso off, I'd hold her outside, grab her by the hair and just lean her out there and hold her still so I can drive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. You get her in there and he's just sitting in the driver's seat. She's like, what? Let's go. And he's like, seatbelts. In 1980. (laughs)
1: Thank you, Richard. In 1980, there was no seatbelt law. No one fucked with seatbelts right now.
2: There you oh, okay. Go. okay. interesting <laughs>
1: okay
0: if you were gonna fuck with seatbelts it should be to strap a frozen person down in a car yeah. like if, you,
2: <laughs> if there was any need
0: for seatbelt that would be the moment
3: it was now yeah
2: <laughs> this is I, like i feel bad for this chick like i feel bad for this lady but it's so absurd you cannot not make fun of it you have to
1: it's Wally like he was having a he just got done with like a really euphoric moment. He was like going to like let his one night stand leave, like they didn't even have to eat breakfast together. They were like he's like this is golden. Oh shit. This is frozen. Poor poor fucking Aspidistra has had 20
0: seconds of 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 heaven and now is just wanting to have a, a fucking waffle. And then all of a sudden she's trying to hold this bitch in a car while he's driving with a foot up her
3: up his nose to get her somewhere. And it's like <laughs> literally a million degrees below zero. And they're just, they're both hung over as shit. Like, oh my, I couldn't even imagine anything worse. <laughs> just being so hung over.
2: My parents pop in at eight in the morning after me being hung over. I'm like, God, imagine finding a frozen person. Like, <laughs> I
0: would take a frozen person every day of the fucking week over. A hot person, hot dead person in a desert that has been cooking. The smell.
3: Oh yeah, because they'd be all exploded. That's true. I'd take a frozen. (laughs) uh,
0: And with cholesterol dripping everywhere. (laughs)
3: Uh, Have you got? It's very, it's it's very normal in Australia when you drive, and like a kangaroo's been hit and it's on the side of the road, or when you drive up north, and cows or something like, because cows just wander everywhere. If they've been hit by a road train, and you see them on the side of the road, and they're just like fucking explode, like blown up, yes. and they're just like these huge sausages with these like little stick legs <laughs> sticking up, and you just know any moment it's just gonna go. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. That's, yeah.
2: It's very gross, and I like it.
3: I'd much rather a frozen a frozen one opposed to a hot one. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yes,
2: yeah. I okay.
1: agree with you there, Dal. I agree too, especially because.
2: This happens a lot up here. All Wally's always getting frozen people at his front door. Jesus Christ, Wally, what are you doing?
1: He should not be living out in the middle of nowhere yeah, in yeah. a dusty gravel road.
3: Stop opening your front door when you're hungover, Wally, for God's sake. God damn. God damn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Wally.
3: He's like, fuck, not again.
2: <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day every day. Like, God damn it. Oh my God, that would suck
3: so he's dri- He's driving he's he's
1: not driving yet he's not driving yet oh yeah but he's still trying to he's he still left. trying to <laughs> he hasn't left we're still trying to get her in the car Holy <laughs> um, so her head is in the passenger seat right yep so he climbs in and is this he's inches from her face and notices there's bubbles coming out of her nose <gasps> he is shocked to realize she was still alive yeah so she's breathing and he raced The 10 minutes back to Foston, where this all started, to the nearest emergency room.
2: Oh my God. Wow. That's nuts. Is there like an old frostbitten lady that lives up the street in the haunted house in your town? Anyways, keep going.
1: (laughs) There is not.
2: (laughs) Okay. Jean was
1: immediately rushed into the operating room where Dr. George Sather. And the team of nurses began assessing this mind-blowing situation.
3: Yeah, far out. Ian's
1: eyes were frozen wide open, <gasps> fixated towards the ceiling. Though the nurses weren't sure if she could actually see, much less if she was even alive. Her pupils had zero restriction when tested with a pen light. Her pulse was tough to find through her gray, porcelain-like skin. Though an experienced nurse was eventually able to count no more than 12 beats per minute.
0: Oh wow.
1: That's this so nurse, crazy. this nurse also said she heard a small whimper when she was left alone in the room with Jean and one other attending nurse for just one moment.
2: I th- that's oh my god that's terrifying, but I thought you were going to go this nurse is my mom. Or like something like that. <laughs> I was going to be like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> but that's uh, the whimper. Like, like just. A, uh. Yep. Just like oh, that. God. <laughs> this
1: is the ultimate turning point of when they started initiating treatments to sustain her life. Wow. So the expectation initially was that she would be soon declared dead. hmm. Her skin was so hard with frostbite. They couldn't insert an IV to at least get her hydrated. Jean's internal temperature could not be read on a thermometer. So that means her internal temp was less than 88 degrees and that's 31 degrees Celsius. The medical team quickly realized they needed to warm her up slowly. And I mean, slowly. So. They placed warm blankets atop her body for one hour at a time, replaced with warm every hour. Once her skin started to turn black, they
2: outlined her sides with heat packs oh god i'm just picturing wally in the waiting room being like uh i just wanted some waffles do i got to stay here now or uh is she gonna be okay or is it all right? can i
3: just like <laughs> nick out and grab a burger man i fucking i'm starving <laughs>
1: do you imagine how much that
2: would hurt oh My- yeah no it would be so painful
1: oh she wasn't awake yet though
2: Oh, God. Yet She, she was said just
1: yet. turning colour. Well, black's not a good colour.
0: If I was going to turn a colour, I didn't want to turn black. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Can't say that. Don't say what you just said.
0: What I meant was frostbite black. Because you turn black when it dies, yeah. right? Is diabetes does yeah. that as well? Or it goes green? Or is it just black? Is it only frostbite?
3: When your skin goes necrotic, it turns black. Yeah. There you go.
0: Okay. It's- necrotic. If there was a color I was going to be, it does not, I do not want to be necrotic black. So. <laughs> <Safe.
2: There you. laughs> <laughs> We've gotten, uh, I've gotten frostbite in the past and it just turns like a big white thing. It hurts like, it hurts like you got burned, honestly. Oh, is that what happened to your willy? No, it was just always small.
1: I just can't believe him when he says it so proudly. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big it is. It's how you use it. A lot. Anyway, the medical team tried everything they could, but they didn't expect her to make it through the night. They bundled her in an electric blanket once the um, thawing began. Eh. Uh, And they continued to monitor with little improvement since the necrotic blackness. Jean's family had been alerted by this time and her mother called their church to start a prayer chain for a miracle to save her dear daughter's life.
2: Thank God. Okay, good. This story ends happy then, because that worked for sure. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Uh,
0: 100%. And you know what? Unfortunately, (laughs) if it did work, it's going to be the prayer circle that did it.
3: If it did work, it was God that fixed her. It wasn't modern medicine.
0: But if it
1: didn't work, it was failure of modern medicine. We, you guys, I think we just figured out how to speak idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so this church called all the other churches and the chain quickly spread out to other cities some as far as 70 miles away i don't know how many kilometers that is
2: with our churches combined we will save your <laughs> life like captain planet <laughs> captain churchy we're your hero gonna bring your temperature up from zero
3: ah! yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly because within hours of the prayer chain being initiated Jean miraculously started to show signs of life her muscles started to go into convulsions which meant they were thawing naturally as they should she regained consciousness shortly thereafter she was very confused and had no idea of collapsing outside of her friend's house but otherwise she was in perfect condition she was able to speak and speak coherently, and retain information. To the medical staff's astonishment, even Jean's frostbite was rapidly healing after they were able to begin to give her fluids with an IV. Hail Jesus. Thank you,
0: Jesus. Praise the Lord! Praise, Praise the, Lord. the Lord!
2: Do we salute Jesus? Is that what we do? Do we salute him? Because I'm saluting no. Did she have brain damage? She did not.
0: What? How? Explain this. I need answers. I will.
3: People survive people survive better by being frozen. Freezing is if you want to preserve something, freezing it. Mate, freeze it.
2: Yeah, haven't you seen Futurama? He just yeah. <laughs> you just froze himself.
3: I don't think mean... that we've gotten that far with cryogenic
1: technology yet.
2: No, we haven't.
1: Well, well, Disney's Frozen and this is 1980. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a Futurama yet.
2: That's where they got the idea. Anyways. Yeah.
1: After a month and a half stay in hospital, Jean was as good as new. Jean made a mysterious recovery with not even a toe lost to the frostbite and her brain fully functional after being frozen to its
2: core. I want to I see the medical report. It's there. Didn't you, body? So she, uh, okay. So she's perfect. No skin damage. Nothing.
1: Her story was even featured on the original Unsolved Mysteries, which is the first time I had heard it. Very cool. Um, during her interview with William DeLong, Jean said, "Quote: It's like I fell asleep and woke up in the hospital. I didn't see a light or anything like that. It's kind of disappointing. So many people talk about that, and I didn't get anything like it." Unquote. Oh wow! wow.
2: Okay, it's so it's so weird. It was disappointing. <laughs> that is that is disappointing though. Like. There's a lot of hype to dying. You know what I mean? What happens? There's a lot, there's a lot going on in the world all about this. And if you mm-hmm. get nothing at the end of that, you were expecting something because it sounds like she was part of the church. She wanted to see Jesus like, put his hands out and go like, come with me, my dear. And mm-hmm. she didn't get that. All she got was like, I went to bed, I woke up and everyone's making a big deal. Fuck, But she sucks. didn't
1: die is the thing.
0: Yeah, she didn't die. She didn't die. So she doesn't get alive. So can you tell me how long it was from when she left her car to when she ended up Arm um, out in front of Wiley Wally's house.
1: I don't know the exact amount of minutes she was walking, but I do know she left the bar at midnight and Wally found her at 6 a.m. the next day.
3: Three K's and it was cold and it was windy. She was probably and walking snow. for like 45 minutes. Yeah, she's probably walking for like an hour. So that's actually quite fast.
2: Through snow and stuff? Because was it through a field or yep. was it through? Uh, like- no,
1: it's prairie. It's all flat.
2: But snow hills no snow snow hills yeah yeah Yeah, so she
1: was having a high knee it in cowboy boots
2: that's a long time to be out in the cold but that's
0: that's that's close to snap freezing as you can snap freeze a human right because snap freezing now is like 40 minutes
2: do you think that rugby team that uh crashed the plane in the himalayas like heard this story and was like ah we probably should have waited a bit instead of eating them shit maybe they're still alive i ate my buddy's ass i could have just
3: I hope he wasn't conscious when I cut his ass cheek off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys, I'm
1: going to give you a whole lot to think about. So Uh-oh. be prepared. Here, here it comes comes.
2: I'm ready. More, more, more. The, the fact that she's alive isn't the twist. There's more?
1: Yeah. Oh, God. And it's one that I, my name is Tally Hall, and I approve this message type of deal. Okay. Although Jean's recovery was miraculous, it's not necessarily unheard of. Of course, there were theories that the prayer chain turned things around quickly enough to keep Jean alive and her body intact.
2: Hell, Jesus.
1: But Dr. David Plummer, a hyperthermia specialist, uh, stated that once a blood sample was able to be collected, it was discovered that the night Jean nearly froze to death, she was, in fact, drunk as a skunk.
0: Yep, plastered.
1: Yes. There you go. Which is most likely the definitive factor in her complete recovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the science behind this is that the alcohol consumption may have prevented her vital organs from completely freezing by allowing blood to continuously flow through. Mm
2: -hmm. Is this this episode entirely written to justify your alcoholism? (laughs) 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 The drink... Saved her life.
0: You hear that, James? The drink saved. You hear that? You hear that, Bobby? You hear that? She survived. <laughs> Good thing it doesn't get cold enough here for you to get frozen. Unless I put you in the fridge.
1: Unless I take her back home with me.
3: Yeah, I'm moving back. I'm moving to Minnesota. with <laughs>
1: You can
2: tell it's a really fun time. Uh, I have to get drunk or I'll freeze to death.
3: It's absolutely true because you can put a bottle of vodka in the freezer and it won't freeze.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah so if your blood alcohol yeah
3: yep alcohol doesn't freeze so if she was fucking if she was absolutely wasted her blood her blood wouldn't have froze
2: so crazy
1: yeah the survival rates of this uh, or those who experience uh body temp below 80 degrees is between 10 and 33 percent oh that's 80 degrees fahrenheit excuse that's me that's
0: still that's still a lot i would assume like 10 percent of people That's more than i
1: thought yeah 110 to 33 percent yeah Yeah. Jean's brain was able to freeze before her heart completely stopped beating. So blood was able to continue through. It's amazing. Wow. Um, So basically her brain was able to sustain itself on much less oxygen at the time. Uh, The best way to explain this phenomenon is that the body allows itself to go into a hibernated state in order for blood to pass through your vital organs.
2: Mm-hmm. maybe this is what the cryogenic people are missing is just get the fucking person liquored right up before you freeze. Them. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe this is the key.
0: Yeah. But how long would you stay? How long would you be able to stay like that? Like there's only so much the alcohol would be, oh, I suppose seven hours, but not years. Right.
3: No, because the, it'd start to have a detrimental it's You'd start to have, the mm-hmm. alcohol would start to have a detrimental effect on the body because obviously we know what alcohol does to the liver and all of those things. The brain. Yep. So, yeah. So we wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to constantly have alcohol running through a body. But there are other medications that you could use. What? Like you could probably use, um, you could probably use blood thinners, like anticoagulants um, to make a person's blood um, really thin thin or i don't know maybe that might freeze easier you might
1: thicken thicken the blood you could use medications to thicken the blood
2: interesting basically
1: what happens when you get drunk is the water is replaced with alcohol in your blood yeah in the cells and stuff good way to preserve yourself wink wink
3: that's why when you wake (laughs) up you feel like your mouth is full of sand because you're so fucking dehydrated
1: uh gene continues to live in minnesota to this day This incident didn't seem to phase her. Uh, Jean made an appearance on the Today Show to be interviewed about her incident. She says that was a fun experience and took her mother with her. Uh, She does not remember the six hours she spent laying frozen in Wally's yard. Uh, She went on with life, as she would have. Uh, She married a man, also named Jean. Um, His last name was Vig. And they went on to have three daughters to which her jean's sister endearingly referred to them as the three little vigs. <laughs> oh <So> cute
0: <laughs>
1: well you know her eggs would be perfectly preserved three little vigs. that's so cute <laughs> my mom actually grew up with jean really yep <laughs> they ran into each other about a year uh after the incident at a bar no less <laughs> Jean said she only had one black toe left, and it was healing quickly. Uh, She told my mom that she was drinking hot brandies the night she froze, and she thinks that's what saved her life. Um, (laughs) So in turn, my mom bought a round of hot brandies in honor of Jean's survival.
3: Yeah, I say
2: say we all raise a raise a hot brandy to Jean Hillier. That's uh, I I pretend on that one, but I mean, fucking cool so interesting i'm looking at pictures of her now do you think it's the fact that she's a ginger and has no soul that she survived maybe
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it was the hot brandies
2: yeah i think it's the hot brandies but uh, no super cool
1: do you reckon she would have
0: do you reckon all right bobby um like do you think that it would have been she would have had less chance of surviving if she was older like does her age play a factor
1: in this i don't think so I think it was the alcohol well her ability to walk that far that quick probably
2: and her ability to probably heal a lot better when you're younger and stuff
3: I don't think much older like if she was in like her 30s I think up to like 30s or 40s she would have been fine but any older like if she was like an old old lady like 60 or like in the 70s or 80s then she would have I don't think her body would have survived.
2: I don't think she would have been at the bar to drink hot brandies to begin with. So, yeah, she probably wouldn't have put herself in that situation. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she would have been at home with her with her own with her husband of of fifty years drinking. This
0: has all happened because she was wildly ir- irresponsible. If she was that taint that she was able to survive being frozen for six hours, why the fuck was she driving a car where there
3: snow and ice?
1: It's nineteen eighty.
3: Jesus should not have helped her. I can, I can hear you yelling from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I'm angry about this. How irresponsible, how irresponsible is that behavior? Are you joking? She's 19 in 1980. Like, yep. No, yeah, she
2: I'm was angry. listening to Def Leppard, just rocking at home <laughs> yeah. with her big <laughs>
3: fucking bangs
2: and her, her big curly hair.
3: Yep. No cowboy boots. No blue eye shadow. She was just Oh, she had cowboy boots,
2: so she was probably listening to like Johnny Cash or some shit like that on the way home, you know? I'm angry. (laughs) You broke Bo with the frozen lady. What a bitch. I'm angry. Drinking and driving. (laughs) She survived. She's like, I felt
3: sorry for you, but now I don't. No, I'm
0: victim blaming. You should have died. I'm victim blaming. Yep. (laughs) Jesus saved her when he could have saved someone else. He could have saved Mutombo over in, I don't know, some other place in the world. Could have saved them. But no, he chose to save fucking sloshy mcgee and it was all, all her fault and she anyway
2: hail jesus well i <laughs> <she's still laughs> like, potentially hear this.
0: <laughs> well i'm angry because you made a very poor decision um, but i'm sure you're a
3: lovely lady i'm sure you know it was the 80s and i'm sure you taught your three daughters better than to drink drive
2: and yeah that's the thing like
3: we all learn from our mistakes no, no, her response was it was. It, I just went to
0: sleep and then I woke up. It was disappointing. You drove yep. wildly pissed, got caught for six hours, froze, and then you're like, Well, wow, wow, it's fucking disappointing. You, what is wrong with you, Gene?
2: Yeah. Nobody ever charged her either. She allowed to drink a drive back then. It wasn't probably, wasn't even illegal. They didn't even need seatbelts. Yeah. I think seatbelts came before drinking. Ones.
3: And she wasn't even wearing a seatbelt, too. Yeah, fuck.
2: No, it was probably, probably seatbelt laws first because people were like, how can we drink and drive without dying? Let's put seatbelts on. And then they went, you know what? The seatbelts don't do anything. Let's just not drink and drive.
1: You will be jailed for having chains on your tires, but you won't be jailed for drinking and driving in 1980. We still have a long way to go, by the way.
2: Everybody does. Everybody does.
1: Oh, I thought she meant we had longer
3: to go on the... Oh, well, cool. No, not the story. She's talking about America in general.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: She's she, she's having a she's making a social commentary. Yes. gotcha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the dick jokes. Okay, where's your willy? <laughs>
1: no, I was just gonna go on to tell you what you could keep in a winter emergency kit:
3: brandy,
2: brandy hot
3: brandy, <laughs> a, a portable stove to heat it up. That's it. Maybe maybe a winter jacket. Yeah,
2: <laughs> a
1: scarf. Cowboy boots, a perm. All oh, the Aquanet you can think of. Yeah,
3: Def Leopard cassette.
0: <laughs> Limewire or whatever. No, we didn't have the internet. Never mind. Walk, Walkman. Yeah, Walkman.
2: I love how you think Limewire is what's from the 80s. You're such a kid. I love it. You're cute.
3: I was born in the 80s. 88. You barely make it in. <laughs> Sweetheart. Shut up, Christy. <laughs>
0: Okay, I do I do barely make it in, but Tally isn't even
3: in the
1: 80s. 91.
2: She's oh. as
3: far out of the 80s as, as you're in the 80s. Yep.
2: Uh-oh, this is hurting Bo's brain. You can do you're it. You're
3: two years in the <laughs> 80s and she's two years out of the 80s. I get the math, Christy.
0: What I'm thinking. We are going to have words when we get
1: home, Christy. <laughs> okay. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you're stranded in a car in the dead of winter, the best plan of action is to stay put. Mm. Turn the car off if it's warm and keep it warm until better weather or help arrives. Furiously masturbate. Make it sweaty. Yeah. If it is safe to briefly exit the vehicle, do so to check that the outer exhaust pipe uh, is clear of any snow or debris. Debris. <laughs> debris.
3: That's a, that's a Minnesota <laughs>
1: coming out. Uh, this will prevent an overexposure to carbon monoxide, a scentless toxic gas that causes drowsiness and death in a matter of minutes.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's important. It's ideal to keep a little emergency kit if you'd like, uh, which can include, but not limited to the following. Jumper cables, blankets, winter gear, all sorts of extra jackets, ice scraper, snow brush, uh, fla- flashlights with extra batteries. And if you can, some road flares, to draw attention to your area. A first aid kit, jug of water, a small knife or multi-tool like a Leatherman. Granola bars, raisins, hand warmers, kitty litter or a bag of sand for traction, small shovel, and a sleeping bag. And all of the items that I just mentioned above can fit inside the sleeping bag and the bed of your trunk.
0: How big is your car? Uh,
2: <laughs> I throw candles in too. Candles are a good one because inside your car, you can just light it up and it keeps it warm.
1: And potentially explode.
2: Yeah. Who, don't, who wants to freeze to death? When are you going to explode to death?
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know how to freeze to death? Let's just blow ourselves up.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, in today's world, who doesn't have a cell phone? But I mean, I have an emergency kit in my car. Um, I like to use the, um, lo- um, like, the, those weird bags with zippers that bedding comes in at, to put, like, my survival stuff in and then just lay it in the trunk.
3: You could be in an area where you don't have phone service. So,
0: yeah. Yep. How often have you had to replace the items in your
3: kit, Telly? I,
1: I haven't. Never.
3: She's got granola bars in there from 2000. Oh, oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I'm like,
1: you don't take them out, you
3: want them to be in the car. <laughs> the raisins, the raisins and sultanas that were in there have turned into wine. <laughs> she's she's a few ones deep she pulls out the road flip
0: <laughs> accidentally shoots my
1: rescuer lights him yeah. up whoops excuse me sir i thought you were the abominable snowman
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeti no do you do you guys have a due to the the two uh australians would you guys have like uh the down and does would you guys have uh a, a safety kit in your car and what would you have in it Because that's uh, literally the same kind of shit that I would have. We'd have
3: one for getting stranded in the heat.
0: We we have ones for stranded in the heat and also just you have to, um, not have to, most people that I know have a first aid kit in their car because you can go outside and get bitten by a spider or a snake or stung by something and you should have a first aid kit in your car. Like I've needed to use my first
2: aid kit in my car over the last 10 years, what, four or five times, babe? Yeah. Now, this is why I'm asking. Cause you guys in your, in your first aid kit, there's like anti-venom. That's crazy to me.
3: <laughs> no, but we have like, we have like, um, tourniquets and stuff. So like, if, you know, if someone was to get bitten by a snake, you, you have to, you don't suck the poison out regardless of what people have told you. You don't do that. I love <laughs>
2: sucking fluids out of people. Pee on it.
3: I bet you do. <laughs> If it's on a foot or a hand or whatever, you just you use the tourniquet to tie above the bite as okay. tight as you can to stop, um, to stem the flow of the venom through the body.
1: But you'll potentially lose. You're like,
2: yes, oh. you can
3: potentially lose the limb, but you're still alive.
2: Why don't they just give you anti-venom?
3: Because we're not, we don't carry it. We, we can't go to the fucking chemist and buy anti venom, Richard.
0: You know what my favorite thing is? is Alchemy. When they were doing first aid, they go to us if you get bitten by a snake and you kill it, try and bring the head with you. Like, yeah. try and bring the snake or the spider with you so that we can tell what venom, like what it is, so that we can kill oh, it if true. you don't know the snake. The, the, and uh, do we know what anti venom to use. And I was like, that is the last thing I am thinking about, right? Like, that is the last thing. Picking up a snake head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
2: yeah. Just leave it attached. They only want the head. Arr, just.
0: Yeah. That fucker <laughs> just bit me. <laughs> what type of snake bit you? <clears throat> this one.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really awesome. That was, that was,
2: fun. That was fun. Yeah, fun. for sure. I loved it.
0: I apologize to her if she ever hears this. I didn't mean that you should die. I just mean that you're a little bit irresponsible. That's all. That's all (laughs) I'm saying.
2: (laughs)
1: Don't drink and drive. But if you need to survive in the dead of winter, drink a little.
2: It's such a cool thing. I didn't know about that at all. And I find that so interesting that your alcoholism can work in your benefit sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, short term, short term, not long
1: term. Might save your life.
3: guys thanks so much for listening head on over to our facebook and instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical just search unethical podcast you can also find us on patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes we are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out thanks again we appreciate all of you
2: Gotta catch him all.